This is a HeadGum Original. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Stella to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. My God, here we are. Here we go. Oh, just like a river. Herstory is repeating itself. I'm Mono Agapian. You're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. And I am so delighted to be here today with a Judy who is kind, actually too, suspiciously kind, scary. This, she is, she's freaking me out. It's like, it's like I'm friends with a popular, nice, like a popular hot girl. And I'm like, why is she being nice to me? Like, I'm like, she's going to spill blood on me at any moment. It's Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Oh, Mono, I love you. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> You are too nice. It is. It it freaks me out. <laughs> You're so silly. It's not. I'm, it's not true. I mean, I mean, like attracts like, does it not? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. We always we always have a really good time, and I think we have yeah. a we have a connection. This friend. I enjoy you. I just I've liked I you from the minute you. I met you so many years ago, and I've just uh, I've always really enjoyed your company and you surround yourself with really good people as well. So I feel like it was very telling. I just immediately trusted you when I knew that you um, had such phenomenal friends around you. Speaking of which, I didn't realize that Nicole was at the finale when we were there together. What the heck? How did I miss her? How did I not see her? She was in the front and then I think she did get hungry. So she (laughs) left. No, she did not. (laughs) So wait, so we were stuck there with Cheez-Its and dried coconut flakes, but she left. To Did get it you? Out? I was talking about this that. The, the little cup of dried coconut flakes was particularly denigrating. That, um, I mean, but I, again, I went for it because I was starving. I mean, you know, to be fair, coconut is a great go-to to balance your blood sugar. So they it's, weren't wrong. It felt healthful. It felt like yeah. manna. It felt like life from the heavens. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that briefly, right? Uh, sure. All hail our queen, Miss Sasha Kobe. Yes, um, our, our Mahu goddess. Mahu in the house. Well, okay, so you've been to these before, though. You've been to some of the finales before, or no? Oh, yeah, child. Oh, yeah. Yes. I've been, I think this is probably my, my fourth live finale. Today. Yeah. Was this your first? It was my first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was? Oh, that surprises me. So it was fun and novel for me. Um, obviously, <laughs> what did you think? I loved it. I loved it. I had the honor of doing a drag show yesterday with Dela, and I've been communicating with her. She's wonderful. She support. I do a dumb, bad drag show called Bad Drag Race, and she supports crunchy comedy drag, and she hosted with us. So Child, wonderful. You, you got to invite me to this next time, please. I will. Come be a, I mean, you've, I, you've hosted the show before. Do you remember when we did it at UCB and you hosted the show with us? Joking. Do yeah. I remember it was the highlight of my psychological life, child. I loved it so much. <laughs> it was myself and you and Nicole Byer and who yes. else did it with us? Oscar Montoya. Oscar, that's right. Yes, that was so much fun. We had I mean, it was the time. latest that I've stayed up. Um, I don't think I've stayed up that late since, and that was maybe six years ago. So Ever. <laughs> so to all of this, you were amazing. You have to come guest judge again. Day- sure. we, I asked Dayla if she was going to it, to which she said, oh, hell no. Um, <laughs> because it's too late? Because she knew, she knew, to be specifically, the the drag race finale is seven hours long. Oh, I see. Yeah, She's done it, it before, but it you knew it was going to be long. Was that longer than other ones? You know, they because of all of the hiccups, which I'm sure you've discussed in your in your prior episodes, mm-hmm. um, the the dancer injury and all of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely threw um, a wrench in um, the well oiled machine that it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, it didn't, I, it, yeah, I, we are there and we're surrounded by so many of our friends and colleagues and acquaintances that I really wasn't bothered by it. I was just there yeah. to enjoy your company and Rachel Bloom's oh company, and Vanessa Williams, and Vanessa and 
Williams, I was going to say. I know. And Michelle Visage and Ross and Carson and T.S. Madison and Jamal Sims. And I mean, Wonderful. I just was so excited to see all of my friends. That's so I was I was. And we it. were seated next to some canceled gays. So um, it's a real honor to be included. We were? <laughs> we were. They, they will who? go unnamed. Roll back the tapes. <gasps> uh, but I am not. I am not in the know, child. I'm not on Twitter. I do not like. I do not. God do bless. Social media I think I need to leave Twitter. The... I'm really, really, really done. Oh, then do it now, live on I know, air. No, but the porn. Oh, honey. Just I mean, just set up a set up a separate account entirely for that. Like you don't. <laughs> just you know, you're not you're not missing anything. Oh no, no, no. Okay, do it for so, the people. Do it for the culture. Mom. I really. It is disgusting. It is, mm-hmm. and it is not fun. So, guys, if I disappear off Twitter, just just Instagram. Um, oh, it's the it, yeah. It's the worst. It is the, the worst. I I deleted mine several years ago at the suggestion of of Rue, and it was the best thing that I could have done for myself. <laughs> do you? Who needs that toxic cesspool? Not me. Awful. And it is not an actual accurate representation or reflection of the real world around us. Like it is the and tiniest of microcosm. Hmm? You went through it. You really oh, went through it. You honey, but you know, but 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 with time and and perspective, you realize that that it's not it is not representative of the real world. It is like the tiniest little fraction yeah. of of a really uh, 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 a really dark side of the queer community that mm-hmm. is just steeped mm-hmm. in unhealed trauma it's it's what it is it's and i can see i can see it with perspective and i can see it objectively now and it's like i don't take it personally isn't that they, funny do you think it's like because like we feel so unheard it, we, we grow up feeling unheard so then there's some part of that that lends itself to when we, when we have a purely gay space and an online space people pop off even more and misbehave even more because they finally feel like this is a place where they can be heard? Maybe. I mean, I don't even... You don't want to entertain I don't pretend for a moment to try to understand the inner workings of how and why people on Twitter behave the way they do. Um, Yeah. Aside from the fact that you can just feel it's a lot of, like, you know, projected trauma. You know, also, I wouldn't lump you and I into the category of the we of it all. So much of it is just, like, angry angry white gays who, although they may be marginalized individuals and be queer themselves, they're still white men at the end of the day. And this period built on the foundation of racism and and uh, period so paragraph indentation (laughs) footnote the end (laughs) well how do you feel obviously like we all know like we we all you used to you you still occasionally guest judge on drag race i love it you stepped away from other you stepped away from canada drag race and you that was the right move for you and you're busy being an actor on doogie and everything else now with a couple years of perspective, are you are you missing that? Uh, are you missing that? Are so happy you stepped away? Uh, but both. I mean, I will always. Uh, Rue and Michelle and Carson and Ross and and Fenton and Randy and Alicia Gagarin-Magania and all of the uh, uh, Tom Campbell, all of Theron, all of the American mm-hmm. producers will always be my family. But, you know, Canada's yeah. Drag Race is, is its own separate entity. I love Brooklyn yeah. very, very much. She's yeah. just a phenomenal human being. And I'm so glad we had that experience together. But um, you know, it's a it's a whole other set of producers and editors yeah. and directors, and people don't really understand that. So it's not you know when I first entered into the drag race world, it was it was Rue's world, and then I was invited into the Canada's drag race world, and it just wasn't it wasn't the same people, not the same energy, not the same vibe, not yeah. the same intentions, not the same um, morals or moral compass. And mm-hmm. um, I learned a lot of lessons through that experience. Um, I did have to step away because I had to make a choice, just strictly based on timing and schedule. I had a choice to go do this Disney plus series uh, called Doogie Kamei Aloha or the second or film the second season of Canada's Drag Race. And it really was like one or the other. I couldn't do both because of COVID and timing, COVID and timing. So I chose the Disney show and I'm I'm so glad I did. I mean, I get to live in Hawaii for five months out of the year and play a queer character on a Disney show. I mean, I believe I'm the first openly queer Black series regular on a Disney entity. You so better a fucking work. Fucking major 
Yes. You know, that is and like I said, I just posted beautiful. something yesterday saying that every project I'm on, my intention is always to be used for a purpose greater than myself. And on this show, I happen to play a doctor whose uh, specialty is gender affirmation surgery. Um, and the fact that that exists at this very point in time, especially yeah. on a Disney entity, when so many trans people's rights are being stripped away from them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and their own bodily autonomy being stolen from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's more important than ever. So no, I don't regret it. I love it. I, I Luckily, my schedule is a little bit different this season with Doogie. So I will be able to pop in on RuPaul's for for some uh, an cute episode too, but you yeah, are it. so I mean you're just delightful everywhere you show up I fucking <laughs> love every time you're on Drag Race I Thanks, love bro. the will they won't they continuing joke of you and Rue it makes so me laugh every funny. fucking time you're so funny it's He's, a treat Rue is one of the great loves of my life I love him so 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 dearly so dearly but but for, for the for the will they won't they portion of it no they won't we're just friends no they won't it's just funny <laughs> and dumb it's funny and because we're we're safe we can do that because we're safe with each other and we trust each other right you know, we exactly. know it's a safe environment we know that we can play like that and that you know it's uh uh it's it's just it's irreverent and it's silly and it's fun and we both enjoy it so it's so really we do dumb. It. So what is going on with you? You are working, you're getting dumb, you're spreading your gay joy all over the place. Yeah. What What's next for you, bitch? Because you've been manifesting like a motherfucker. And if you go back and listen to this old episode of Drag Race, I I, I told you this when I saw you. Like, you, have, you are so weirdly instrumental to my growth because, like, you're such a safe person to be like, oh, I'm trying to do this thing. And then a couple years ago, you were like, dream it, be it, it'll happen. Because you were like, dreams are, like, dreams are real is one mantra you sometimes were talking about of, like, dreams are real. Live a dream, it's then real. And some of, some things have been happening for me. I think of you often because I'm trying to be like, dream it, dream it, be it, be it, dream it. That's beautiful, Mono. So what is your next dream? Well, that makes me, I just have to say that makes me really happy to hear. And it's, I need those reminders. I need people who will remind me the truth of that, the reality of that, that life is but a dream. And that we do manifest our own realities. Michelle Visage is somebody who is a great constant reminder of that for me. It's a um, we have that uh, a level of conversation, um, you know, about uh, spirituality, visualization, manifestation. Rue and I talk about those things. I mean, it's really important mm-hmm. to have people in your life to serve as reflections and reminders um, mm-hmm. of just how far you've come on your journey. Um, and to hold you accountable when you say things out loud and you set intentions to have other people remind you of uh, of why you're here and, and uh, why you are choosing to go in the direction you're going in. Um, wh- what's going on for me? I mean, what are you manifesting uh, next? I mean, well, you're already well, a super well, fucking star. Oh come on! Come are on. you going to be a creator too, or or, yes, or do that is, you? That is specific. Were we not? Were, did we not talk about this the other day? That's hilarious that you're saying this. No, if we did, I'm oh, just you're, at, reading, you're reading my soul. I'm reading you your, know? your soul. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, reading your yes. soul. Tell me. Yeah, I, 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 I am. I very much feel like I'm. I'm at a place where I, I have to. I, I feel like. As you know, there's, um, you know, only so many opportunities out there in the entertainment industry for us as queer people or people of color, marginalized individuals. And I read so many scripts and so many projects and so many of them are just, um, how do I say this uh, politically correct? Not for you? Trash? Trash. <laughs> a lot of it is just absolute trash. Mm, um, hot and, steaming and so garbage. Of, yeah. Hot yeah. steaming garbage fire. Um, Instead of being upset about it and, uh, or, you know, taking the jobs that I don't want to do just for a paycheck, but kind of ultimately eat away at my soul. Um, mm-hmm. I, my intention, like I said, is always to be used for a purpose greater than myself. And so, um, uh, how can I do that if, uh, if I don't necessarily want to be the one that's in front of the camera telling these stories that don't mean that much to me? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the natural answer for me was just to take a step back behind the scenes and create the type of projects that I would love to see on yeah. our so so yeah i am i mean yeah. uh, i mean we're in a weird place is it in the- funny is it beautiful yeah. is it both it's uh we'll have a couple of projects but one specifically it's like very queer uh it's like a uh oh, i can't get too much into it it's uh it, okay it it's, is, it's, it's, it's it's tbd it's it's yeah it's funny it's sexy it's dark it's uh, uh satirical it uh, is um uh, a real real commentary on um uh, on celebrity culture um and our obsession with it uh a commentary on cultural appropriation and mm-hmm. hollywood's obsession with it 
I, I really love it and I'm really proud of it and it's really cool. But we're, as you know, and this may be a little bit boring to the, to the listeners, but we're in like a really weird place of a, a, a looming writer strike in Hollywood. Right. So there's not, there's not much that can be done at the moment. We're not pitching at the moment because it's been no weird. It's but weird. it's also it's been so things. Weird. It's been weird. Things yeah. I, I've also experienced some pros from it. People are like trying to get shit done mm-hmm. because everyone's scared of the deadline. So people have been turning shit around. So sometimes people are turning yeah. shit around quickly, yes. which is yes. nice. But until then, I am very happy and very comfortable on. I my love Disney it. Show. Yeah, I, I love really, it. I, I love to really see you lucky. doing well. I love to see Thanks, you boot man. up. I <laughs> have only heard the best things about your boo. And I'm, you know, somebody, somebody, must, somebody mistook you for my partner the other day at the, at yes. the finale. Did you catch that? <laughs> yes. And I was charmed. I was like, like well, you're both, you're both really adorable. And so, yeah, I'm here yeah. for it. I am yeah. fully here for the journey. I'm, I'll yeah. take it. I'll eat it up. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, and I saw him, he's a looker. So I was like, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be confused for him. You're so um, so, okay. We now I ask you some, before we get into these all-stars eight reactions, I have to ask you some very dumb questions in the grand tradition of the Tyra Banks TV talk show. I'm going to ask you some questions based on your name <laughs> for no good reason. Okay. So Jeffrey Boyer Tapman, do you like to dance? <laughs> I, I I do like to dance. Am I a great dancer? No, but this is you know I have the same answer that I have when people ask me if I if I do drag or have done drag. In my real life, no, but in movies I've done drag several times. So in uh-huh. my real life, do I dance? No, but on you know the past two projects I've done, I've I have danced, and mm-hmm. it, but it's required like you know like a week long of twelve hours of uh, of dance rehearsals to make me look like I know what I'm doing. Shocking! So, I would yeah. assume I would assume you're good because you have like a swagger. Oh. When in person, I, you have a swagger. Honey, I can I can move to a beat, but when it comes to like memorizing <laughs> choreography, it's a whole other beast. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. Jeffrey Boyer Slapman. Have you ever slapped a bitch? Have I ever slapped a bitch? Have you ever Play- slapped a bitch? Playfully, yes. Many okay. times. Many, several, many times. Seriously? No, I don't think I have. I've never, I don't think I've ever been in like a physical altercation. Have you? Mm-hmm. You have. Who did you slap? I fought my brother growing up. Oh, like my brother well, was really straight and we yeah. would fight. Well, he had it <laughs> he coming. Fight. I mean, he let's be real. He <laughs> had it coming. Yeah. Um, no, he was too straight and I was too gay. So we were just constantly like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you have to you have to shut up. He loved He-Man. I was here for She-Ra. Oh, we were child. just I mean, Perfect that's reason opposites. enough for there for there to be a lifelong sibling rivalry. He-Man versus She-Ra, <laughs> She-Ra all the way, honey. Totally. Oh my God, Princess of Power. Jeffrey Boyer Wapman. What quality in a person gives you a wet ass pussy? <laughs> oh God, Mono. Where do I even what, begin? What quality um, when you see that in a person, you go, you know what? That gives my pussy a wet ass moment. I'm going to give the same answer that Anitra gave at the grand finale. <laughs> Any brown man over six feet. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. So, so Jafar. So Jafar. Yeah. He's sexy as fuck. Let's be real. Oh my God. I'm Let's here for it. And when, yeah. when Bowen Yang did uh, in person, did you really see Bowen Yang's impersonation? Yeah, of course. Yeah. God, Bowen Yang is such a fucking genius. And on top of that, I was like, oh, I'm sexually fully attracted to Jafar. Who knew? Who knew? Okay. Jeffrey Boyer Chap Non. What's your favorite kind of bread? <laughs> Garlic Non. Garlic Non. I mean, Garlic is there any non. other? Is there yeah. any other note? How about a cheese I, non, though? I, I, sure. I'll do a little cheese non every once in a while. I try to eat vegan most of the time. During the pandemic, I do have to say that I did jump on the basic bitch um, sourdough bread bandwagon, and I was making like two to four loaves a week and as delicious as they are when you are yeah. not moving your body while ingesting that uh, uh, insane amount of carbohydrates and calories, I definitely yes. started to uh, put on the the COVID-19. So yeah, uh, e- eaters beware. They'll get you. They'll get you. They'll, can you believe you. we did a pandemic? That feels can like- you, Can you believe it? We did one whole pandemic. It's kind of bananas, isn't it? Jeffrey Boyer Chap Ban. What trend 
has to go. Twitter, gone. Is that a trend? It has to be at this point. It's, bye, Twitter. <laughs> Peace. Bye, girl, bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're done with it. We're done mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. We, I, uh, I'm here for you. Okay, so how about this? Jeffrey Boatyer Chapman. <laughs> You really you like fuck that. With really, boats? that one really it was so bad. It was so bad it made me laugh. Jeffrey Boat your Chapman. Do you uh-huh. fuck with boats? Fuck no. Do you, you don't do water? You don't do water. Child. Child. So I've had to make it abundantly clear to the writers on on Doogie no. to never ever, because we film in Hawaii, you never ever, ever write any scenes with my character on a boat or on the water. Really? We, oh my God. The season the first season, um, myself and my partner and uh four of the cast members decided to rent kayaks. Um, mm-hmm. Out at Lani Kai Beach and in uh, on Oahu, and uh, 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 kayak out to these little remote islands called the Mokes. I was so. I mean, long story short, I just got, I was I was beyond beyond seasick. I was vomiting into the ocean as these like gorgeous, massive sea tortoises were circling around us, and you know it was just like it was the most beautiful setting. And then you just see me projectile vomiting into into this. Oh, so it's blue it's fully just ocean. the nausea. I can't do Is it, it the, man. I yeah, can't do it. it's the nausea. And dramamine fucks you up for a whole yeah, day. Because it, yeah, because it makes me tired. Yeah, you know, I really can't do much when it comes to anything that makes me motion sick. It's it's unfortunate, yeah. and it's something that's come with age as well. I was fine when I was a kid, but for some reason, yeah. as I've gotten older, it's just I'm a I land baby. I am a land baby, so no, I do not fuck <laughs> with boats. I get it. It's fucking. It's fucking insane. I've been on mm-hmm. too many. I've been on some boats. I've never liked them, but mm-hmm. I've been on them, especially when I was Greek Euro trash in my mm-hmm. earlier twenties. Because mm-hmm. if you're an island hopping piece of trash, the boats that go between the islands are the cheapest way to get from Mykonos to Santorini. And um, we've had some unfortunate times. And if you get on a ferry hung hung over, oh, you are, you're puking your entire soul out. Which, I can't even imagine. Well, we're gonna come right back and talk these queens. But first, silence, JBC. I feel like taking a break. No, I'm not Pac-Man. I am just a hungry little boy and a hungry little toy. Y'all, feeding yourself is hard. And I gotta say that Factor makes it so easy. I've been enjoying Factor meals for over a year now. They are always fresh. They are never frozen. They come right to my door. They're chef crafted. They're dietitian approved and they're ready to go in just two minutes. I'm serious. Just two minutes in a microwave and they come to life. These meals are so fresh. I love them so much. They're helping me meet my health goals and you can get ones that are calorie smart or protein plus keto. You know, they always have a different plan. They have so many meals that are changing every single week because they make these meals fresh all the time. It's so easy to get all of your needs met quickly. I love picking my factor meals. They have pancakes, smoothies, uh, uh, big old pieces of meat. (laughs) I am kind of a meat boy myself. So I love their seafood options. I love their chicken options. I love their uh, steak options. I uh, Even the pork. Did I say pork? I love every big old piece of meat I can get my mouth on. (laughs) No prep, no mess. Factor is ready to heat and eat. It's helping me feel so good. I feel so satiated. Uh Oh, I feel so satiated. Oh no, I don't think I need to say that word anymore. I feel so satiated after these meals. Trust me, I've had a lot of meal plans in my past and I always leave the meals feeling hungry and that is so upset. I'm serious, y'all. I am never hungry after a factor meal. That's because, again, dietitians who know what they're doing make these meals that are rich in nutrients. And girl, when you have your nutrients, you leave eating like happy. I, I I feel so happy after I eat these and I it feels so good to know that someone made those choices for me. I didn't have to do the boggle head work of measuring and doing, this might shock you, but I'm not good at that. Factor is the solution for me and I think it can be one for you too. Head to factormeals.com slash dragher50 and use code dragher50 to get 50% off. My God. That's code dragher50 at factormeals.com slash dragher50 to get 50% off. Do it. Get factoring. Get healthy. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Bring back my break. Oh, JBC, we're back and we're talking some all-stars. As we know, I, we didn't even we couldn't even have a week off before they brought us more drag race. We ever though. Can you believe the drag race economy right now with I mean, Belgium and every country? I mean, yes, I can believe it because um the the, the children were literally starving for it. They were begging for it, but um you know, it's hard to please everybody. If there were, if there's a week between seasons of Drag Race, people are going to complain that it's too soon. And if there's months between seasons of Drag Race, people are going to complain that they need it and want it right fucking now, you know? So, right. You know, right. Whatever. There's no, there's no winning formula. So there's what no are you gonna do? stopping it. You got to oh. just, yeah. Look, I'm sorry, but I hate to bring up boats again, but we do have to just get on this <laughs> boat and buckle up. Um, we got to buckle up. And I'm very excited for All Stars 8. It's the first time we've had an All Stars like, since like we had like all winners last year, right? Which was unbelievable and amazing, but like yeah. a totally different beast. Um, it was probably my favorite season to to judge on was all yeah. stars, all winners, because it was just the level of yes. What episode were you on again? Beyond. That's a great question. What episode was I on? I was Fuck. on the episode. It was an acting challenge, uh, fairy tale justice. It was oh uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Did you, remember, so you then, get to watch even more footage or were you there uh, like oh, yeah. of the whole oh, thing? Gosh. No, I get to watch, get to watch I get to watch thing. the entire challenge. And as you know, it's each challenge is like maybe takes, it's over an hour. Each, yeah. each team's challenge is over an hour. So, and it's just cut down to a matter of minutes that the audience actually sees. But no, I got to see all of the inner workings. It was brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, and, you know, and it was uh, incredible. Uh, and you think Jinx's. I mean, Jinx and the Vivian just blew my fucking mind in that episode. Yeah. You think you think they were good like with what y'all saw? It was like there's I even more. It would, have been, it would have been torture for the editors to choose, pick and choose yeah. what exactly was going to be shown at the end of the day because all of it was beyond brilliant. Beyond. I I do love that we had a nice reset of like a season that celebrated excellence and love and support. I felt like yeah. that feels nice. Sure. Yeah. It and then what? Was. <laughs> No, it was. We did give we, you know, we did give negative critique as well. They just chose not to. It's, they it's, just didn't we, show it. You know, so you know, you the old adage like blame it on the edit. Sometimes you really can blame it on the edit. It's, you you know, can. Good, good, good or bad. We all know you it's can. like a lot more goes into the show behind the scenes, and you know, uh, than what is ultimately shown to the viewers. So much well, more. I love that. Like, I love that they took that swing. I yeah. love that the editors were like, you know what? We could we could just not show all of this. Like, yeah, let's just show the love why not yeah it's um it's a good time and 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 in these days we're talking about fucking telling twitter to fuck off and go to hell like yeah. it was a better metaphor than this yeah i um we love that we're so excited we have all-stars eight a lot of queens coming all queens except one have never been to an all-stars which i think is really exciting um Everyone except Jimbo. Like Jimbo's been to UK versus the world. Right. Which is like, you know, kind of a, a kind of. version of All Stars. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a little, it's, it's a little, it's a little snoop snoop. I went to Akbar yesterday and can I tell you, I was, I was in drag. How many people came up to me asking for cocaine? What? Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Because I was doing, I was doing a very ugly drag, and I think something I was doing drag as an American Idol contestant from the early two thousands, oh, and something about my look said, "You have cocaine on you." Well, also um, you were at Akbar, so let's yes. be, let's be real about the clientele. <laughs> no offense to, to Akbar. No offense. It's a, it's no a little seedy. It's a little seedy. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not in the chic section of West Hollywood. Let's let's just say that it's that in it's in part. a little grun grungy East LA. That part. Mm -hmm. So first up, we're going to talk this Heidi and Closet moment. Heidi and Closet, just in general, how happy are you that she's back? She's so sweet. Oh, my goodness. Not only has she just evolved into a mega queen, she's just such a good, kind person. I really oh, she's her, amazing. Her energy. She's amazing. She's effortlessly yeah. hilarious. The show is lucky to have her. Yeah. 
I also really appreciate and uh, respect her standing her ground. And, uh, you know, let me preface this by saying that RuPaul is a branding genius, Mm -hmm. brilliant beyond measure. Um, But, you know, even with him advising that she change her name from Heidi and Closet to something else, I I really respect her uh, standing her ground. and and Totally. Yeah. It, it it is so funny that she's keeping it. We're gonna. I'm sure we're gonna see a million jokes this season about RuPaul still saying, "I can't believe yeah. you still have that name." It works. She stepped her shit up, and I love that she's immediately referencing the Nicki Minaj moment where Nicki yeah. Minaj said she hate hate hated her hair and makeup. Yeah, she has grown so much. I, I she's in my top four. Like I, 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 there's so many good queens, but in a dream world, I would love to see her in the top four of this season. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be cute. Do you like her entrance room look? She's adorable. Like I said, I mean, her glow up was real. She she came in with this full force of confidence. I mean, she knows what she has to bring and she doesn't doubt it for a second. And I just love that. Anyone who walks in with this level of confidence, no matter what they're wearing, they're a winner. And I've seen her perform live on all the tours. And my God, she's so unbelievable on a stage. Yeah, she's exquisite. And I really love the silhouette of this look. It's really, it's really yes, flattering. Black and white penguin moment. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, stunning. It's, it's stunning. Coming up next, we're talking Mrs. Kasha Davis. Yes, mother. Yay! Um, a, a classically underrated queen. You know, oh, she's she's always 100%. been discounted because, I don't know, there's a lot of ageism in drag race. That's real. I mean, you didn't have to sugarcoat it for a second. It's not yeah. just drag race. There's there's ageism everywhere we go in this world. But Entertainment, I think that, too. Yeah. It's a oh, tough hun- place. Without question. I, I, I think that's, uh, you've unfortunately hit the nail on the head. I think that she is underrated because of ageism. But yeah. that, doesn't, this, that doesn't discredit her talent or charisma, uniqueness, and nerve, honey. No, she's amazing. Do I love the entrance outfit? Sure. It's cute. Yeah, it's her. It's it's Mrs. Kasha Davis. It's her. Yeah. It's her. Um, I hope one of her runways this season is an entire box of wine. I would I would really love that. Amazing. I really do I really dig the shoes. I will say that. Yes. I mean, look, it all looks gorgeous. I really like the hair. Yeah. And she doesn't look like she looks somehow younger than when on her season. I know. Which is incredible. I am excited. I hope she goes even harder this season. I hope she somehow like p- plays the comedy challenges even more like a boss. Because we all saw she's funny. Yeah. But maybe sometimes seeing yourself on TV gives you the opportunity to be like, oh, I'm going to like be a monster now. I'm not going to be uh, polite. Absolutely. And also to, you know, maybe have the opportunity to bounce off a few more comedy queens because... As, you know, mm. as, as 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 sickening as the season seven cast was, it was you know not necessarily known. As not a funny cast no. overall, no. minus you know a few. Sure, Ginger. Ginger was in season seven. Ginger yeah. was freaking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Yes, Ginger was in that season. Trixie, funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, True. but um, this yeah, I mean, Ms. Kasha Davis. I'm very excited to see what she does. It's going to be interesting to see this season because I don't know the tea if there's if the girls in the season are sending each other home. I'm guessing it's the All Stars thing where the girls send each other home. I don't know. Well, oh, that's true because it was All Stars All Winners last season and nobody nobody got sent home. I have right. no idea. I wasn't there this season, and even if I was, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You can't. Um, I quite, I quite, literally, legally can't. <laughs> well, I would be curious to see what kind of survivor game is at play in this mm-hmm. because there's always something. There's always something. Ru's always got a few tricks up her sleeve. There's always something dorks at it. Okay, Mrs. Nasha Lopez, love coming love, in, giving jailbreak. Gorgeous, love it, love it. Gorgeous, another Miss Continental coming mm. in. Reclaiming her time. Yes. Went home too early on season eight. Far too early. You want to talk about Twitter? She's always posting the thirst traps. Is she really? 
I don't. She, I, yeah, I, I she is. Know. She is. She's very attractive in every gender expression. Yeah, she's she's really sickening. She went on. She went home quite early in season eight. Did she not? She did. Yeah. She like went home and then came back and went home. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh my yes. gosh. That's right. Oh, the phone call moment. That's <laughs> the right. Phone call. How moment. could I forget? Remember when we all wanted it to be pork chop? Like, yes. please bring pork I mean, chop we, back. We, we always wanted to be pork chop. No. I will say pork chop should be on this cast. That's I a agree. missed opportunity. I agree. Yeah. I do hope that, you know, I hope that that's something that they uh, continue throughout the Drag Race franchises. Like, I would love to see the first queen eliminated from season one of Canada's Drag Race, Juice Box. I would love to see her brought back for a season. She has to. Oh, my God. She's sickening. Incredible. I and Yeah, she's amazing. I remember even on that that episode, and I mean, it was also so it was just so beautiful, like how supportive everyone around her was when she was having a hard time on stage. That was, yeah, that was a moment. Uh, but yeah. to that point, I mean, it, I think it's it's really cool that obviously this cast has a lot of people who didn't get a chance to shine like on their season um, right. fully. Yeah. So right. I, you have another I, queen who was eliminated first of her season. Was she yes, we'll, we'll we have James there. Mansfield coming right. up. Yeah. yeah. Neja Lopez looks sickening. Orange jailbreak. I want to see how cunty she is. I bet she'll give us some cunt as she provides in the in the Roscoe's viewing parties. She knows how to stir shit up. I would hope so. Kahana. You know, you know? Yeah. Yes. Give me a Vegas queen any day, honey. This bitch knows how to work it. I I've seen her in the show too. Kahana have Lakers. you seen the Vegas show yet? I have seen the Vegas show, but I didn't see Kahana in it. I went to, did I? It was the, I went to the to opening night, like way back like pre-pandemic days. So I don't believe she was in that show. Yeah. Uh, but I'm familiar with her, with her, uh, uh, her Vegas shenanigans. She's extraordinary. I saw the Vegas show. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Crazy acrobatics. We all know she can give you crazy acrobatics. Mm-hmm. She's got even more body, even less nose. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she does. Yeah, I love this look too. It's so bold. I mean, I just she's she this bitch knows she knows she knows her body, she knows her angles, she knows how to work it. She's somebody who is so self-aware in the best way possible. I cannot wait to see how she has evolved from her season to now. I think Vegas you know, being goals. in the Vegas show has only uh, uh, polished her in ways that couldn't have happened any other way. She's fully. She's, ready. she's ready for this. She's here for it. Fully. Just right down to either buying or borrowing the costumes. Because, sure. I mean, in, in Vegas, I imagine it's even easier to be like, bitch, give me that. I'm taking sure. it with me to the set. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, after Kahana, we've got, oh, fuck. Candy Muse coming into this workroom. Holy shit. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Candy Muse the, is she the first runner-up that's come to- She's a runner-up. To All-Stars, right? I can't think Um, of another. She was a runner-up on, you mean, wait, huh? On season 13. She was a runner-up on season 13, but has there been another runner-up that has come to All-Stars? I don't know if not, there has. Uh, not in a while. I guess, you know, like Ginger and Eureka in All-Stars 6. I might be forgetting someone else, but. Right, but were they, neither like, of them were top two, though. Were they top two? I, guess, I mean, now we're just I getting into know. the weeds of it. We're right, have, we're getting into the weeds. But yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Like a yeah. runner She was up, top two. She was top two. Was she not she for season 13? She was fully yeah. top two. Yeah. And it hasn't been since the days of like All-Stars 2 and 1 where it was like straight up runner-ups. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like usually. Um, yeah. um, there's There might be some extenuating circumstances there. But um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. There was a couple seasons where it was like obviously harder to get people who uh, had been runner-ups, and I bet it's because they're, I mean, it's kind of scary, oh, right? Oh, God, are you kidding me? You've got so much to lose, but it's so, it's also so exciting to see a queen that's, like, just recently come off of the drag race circuit and comes right back into it. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a different level of risk that they're taking uh, as opposed to somebody who hasn't been on for several many seasons, you know, somebody who's had a decade in between their, um, their debut season to, um, you know, to really find themselves and come into themselves in a way that is a little less high pressure because it's not on camera. Um, this is yeah. this is really this is really really exciting and it's really really courageous of her. I really commend her for coming back so quickly. 
It, well, that's what I love about Candy. She is her own biggest fan. Like, and I think that's a really healthy thing. <laughs> I mean, it could go either way. It's also why she's good TV and why she's iconically known for saying phrases like, if you don't have star quality, get the fuck out. Um, no, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She is a star. So yeah. I am, I'm excited to see her get messy. I think she's coming into this cast feeling, feeling pretty extra. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. I, I think she'll come in feeling her oats and I'll be curious to see if that puts a target on her back. Sure. I mean, if you're walking into all stars, you already know that you're a winner, baby. So there's, I, I don't think there's any shame in feeling your oats the way she is. If you were competing against Candy Muse, do you want to get her out early or do you? Oh, I mean, I mean, for all the obvious reasons, yes. She's, yeah. a, she's, she's, she's everybody's competition. Well, that's what's so curious. I think about these early outs. I'm curious if the early, not early outs is uh, reductive, but like the queens who have had less time on the show, are they going to be hungrier when it comes time to cut a bitch? Like is James Mansfield's, Mansfield going to be like, I'm not playing nice. Candy I mean, news, I guess, I guess we'll home. see. We saw, we saw how she uh, uh, conducted herself in The Bitch Who Stole Christmas. So I guess we'll have to see what, what <laughs> how she's playing this game this time around. Uh, yeah. Darian <laughs> Lake, holy shit. No, she's at the top four. She was in the top four of season six before God, they did she, top fours. God, she looks good. <laughs> she looks amazing. Into the cool waters of Darian Of Darian Lake. Lake. I do stunning. wish she came in and said, Walking down the down the dirty street, city street in all the city feet. I again, I wish I could tell these girls what their entrance lines should be, like because I definitely would punch up a couple of them. That's amazing. I was like Alexis Michelle in particular. I'm like, all you have to say is Tamar. Do you even watch the show? That's your entrance line. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Not whatever you said. You know what's funny about that, Mono? I, it's, it's that that it's so often. When you say these things, because you, you like we've said, I've said this now a dozen times, you know, when you're filming an episode of Drag Race or really filming anything, you're, you know, you're filming 12, 10, 15, 12 hours a day. There's so much footage. There's so much that comes out of your mouth. And it's really hard to remember what it is specifically that you said. And it's so when, when certain things hit, when you have certain quotes or whatever, that just really, you know, make a, a mark in the zeitgeist. Sometimes you just completely forget about it. Yeah. You know, like I, I think. Totally. Of like, uh, like Kiki Palmer with the sorry to that man, you know, like sorry to this man. Yes. I mean, there's, there's no way she remembered that moment. I have so, no. several many moments like that where I've said things where it's like, people are like, say the thing. And I'm like, what thing? I don't know I, what I said. I don't know what I said. Why? And why is it funny? Well, you that's know? the magic. I always say like your gut's funnier than your brain. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yes. so those moments where you're genuinely not thinking and it just craps out like yeah. those moments. I mean, that's why I love improv, obviously, but it's like, the magic of not thinking usually yields uh, more impressive results than thinking and premeditating and right. then delivering it. Yeah, exactly. Like the Tyra That's Banks, again, clearly I'm obsessed with Tyra Banks, but the Tyra Banks moment in ANTM, I don't know if you've seen this meme or if it's affected you, when she, there was some stupid stunt on the show and then we she all, walked we towards- We were rooting for you? We were all rooting for I you? I mean, so. yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that one too. This one's even dumber and smaller. It's when she says- who was scared? Oh, I Who was know. scared? I don't know that. Please send me that. Jeff. Oh, I will. Yes. It's so yeah. funny. I mean, no, I mean, Tiffany, how dare you? We were all rooting for you is perfect. Yeah. Oh, love it. Love her it. pretending to have rabies on her yeah. own TV show. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah, iconic. So Darian Lake, I, she is one of, okay. I would, I want her to go all the way. I definitely want her to be in the finals because yeah. She is one of the best lip syncers in the history of this show. I mean, uh, the, she's an assassin's assassin. She's ridiculous and hilarious and actually really so kind. So fun. You know, re really kind. I've met her several times uh, at DragCon and other different events. And she's, she's she, you know, she has her, uh, she, she has some bite, but it's. Uh, she is wickedly smart and funny. Yeah, like, really especially when you rewatch season six, you're like, her jokes are out of the park. Her mm -hmm. reads are like perfection. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I am very excited. Um, Miss Darian Lake. Oh, what a cutie. Okay. Oh, okay. We have more queens. But first, JBC, <laughs> silence, my dear. I feel like taking a break. 
Who's planning a trip to Provincetown this year? Me. (laughs) Don't run away from me. Listen, if you've been or you've never been, it's time to enjoy life on the wild side. If you take pride in where you travel, then you're ready for a P-Town adventure because P-Town is always an adventure filled with pride. Whether you're queer, straight, or questioning, I love Provincetown. It's so welcoming to everyone. I've had amazing trips there with everyone on the spectrum. It is the place where cultural diversity has a queer home. I love it so much. If you know me, you know I'm really passionate about queer spaces that invite everyone. And Provincetown is one of those harbors of joy, light, stupidity, Drag! If you like glamour, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches, and more, go to Provincetown. Don't delay! Book your trip now because, girl, it gets popular. So why don't you join all of us hannies in P-Town this summer? Come on! Go! Sashay your way to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown. That's ptowntourism.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. my break okay holy shit we got monica beverly hills coming into this workroom can you did you ever think you'd see the day where this icon would come back to the show honey new york season five Milan. trans goddess <laughs> Just beverly hills that i mean that was that was the beginning of something really special. I mean, you know, moments like that, they're so authentic and so iconic. There's no way she could have anticipated that it would have the, uh, the lasting impact that it has had. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, she was the first, she was the first queen to come out as trans on the show. Um, so technically the first, like, you know, uh, a trans queen that we knew identified as trans on, on on the show. And then look, we had like, Look so Nick came out during I mean, the reunion of season two. Do you remember that moment? I like, do. so Nick yeah. came out during a reunion, but oh, Monica that's on, right, that's right, you know? that's right. It was during the reunion, though. Right. It was during the yeah. reunion. Yeah, but yeah, Miss Monica on the show was like, "I'm having a hard time. I'm trans." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how I remember how how deeply misunderstood she was and that was at that time and it's just a real mm-hmm. testament to how far we've come as a culture and society and not not you know not just globally but even specifically within the queer community um the level of uh i mean child we still got miles to go many many dozens we've of got miles to go but uh the road the, trip just started <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but just the you know the fact that there's a, a general understanding of the spectrum yes. of gender and general general acceptance of it in a way we've that, been on the road 20 minutes and someone's like i need to pee and yeah, we're like yeah. we have to keep going bitch yeah yeah i i i I love monica beverly hills i'm really so excited to see her return i'm so happy she's here and it's like you know through the lens of 2023 we can better understand like how like of course she had a hard time being her most authentic self when like even just the conversation around the gender binary has evolved you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like Mm -hmm. we're 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 less and less saying things like that's clearly a man honey you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because we're like oh that's weird. That's like mm-hmm. a gender shaming joke that has been a part of drag culture, but something we're moving away from as we're better trying to love people in in the spectrum of gender expression. For sure. When you know better, you do better. Period. Mm. Um, I love her. I hope she does well. And I hope she sends a bitch home. I hope she sends a big threat home. Because like for some reason, if she did it, I would be like, work. <laughs> I this, really, I really dig this entrance look as well. Oh, it uh, is just, just by the by. This, this, this Girl Scouts, this like multicolored rainbow yes. delicious look. It's yeah, it's fab. It's tie dye. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I, I, and I've seen other Girl Scout looks, and I'm sorry, but this one is the one. Well, I mean, they're kind of the colors of the trans flag, right? Like mm-hmm. when you really break it down, yeah. 
gorgeous. It looks like there's some thoughtful badges here celebrating. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what that is, but it looks like it's celebrating women of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I'm excited. It. I'm here for it. James Mansfield, a true blue first out, a true misunderstood queen. What? <laughs> she's back. She's back, baby. And she's badder than ever. So is this the first queen that was the first eliminated to return to All-Stars? Ooh, that's a good question. I that is a good be. question. Because a lot of times first, like a first eliminated, like Vanjie has come back to season 11. But, but not an All-Stars. Has a first out been on a season of All-Star season before? I don't know if they have. I don't think so. I think she may be our, our, our virgin. Well, minus Shangela. Minus Angela, but does Shangela count because she was first out on no. season two? Come on. No. And then she and then she appeared in every season for the rest of the history of Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> and again, if we're wrong, Drag Race fans tell us. Um, oh, oh, but, oh, they will. Oh, they oh, will. Oh, and they will. <laughs> They're not shy. Um, James Mansfield, I love that she's been doing her thing. She's becoming a she's been a YouTube goddess. I, I do yeah, have an alt she, for she, her. She, what, she, does, she does wig tutorials? Is that what James is known for? Yeah, she does a yeah. lot of wig shit. Yeah. I would punch up her entrance line. I think her. I think she just should have said the same entrance line of, uh, I think she said something like, hey there, shapeshifters. Yeah. I think she just should have said that again because <laughs> to me, that's iconic. It's, sometimes it's really hard to be objective about your own most impactful one-liners. Oh, of course. Like, you know? That's of why course. that's why that's why every queen needs a friend like you, Mono. I know. I need a, a cunty writer friend. Yeah. She's I hope she does really well. And again, if she sends home a huge threat, I'll laugh. I'll Here laugh and I'll cheer for her. Mm-hmm. Miss Alexis Michelle comes in next yes. wearing this leather strap up. The bitch yes. looks bad. I mean, who is she now? The Who bitch does she think she is with this wig, with that mug, with that body, adi, adi. I am here for you, Alexis. I'm Michelle. gonna give her the mug award. I'm definitely mm. gonna give her the mug award in, right, of today for right Stunting. now. This unbelievable. The Incredible. light on the face, but yet we still see dimension. It just yeah. looks wow. I mean, she's she's a whole new girl. I, I God, she's just stunning. And so hilarious. I love a queen who is this beautiful and that funny, you know? I mean, she was our, she was our Snatch Game winner of her season, was she not? She sure was. She sure fucking was. She did Lysha. That's right. She's very Mm multi-talented. She's a Broadway bitch. And she's messy. Yes, she (laughs) She is messy. We all love a messy queen, don't we? I do love a messy queen. Messy yet polished. I mean... Any queen that expects her uh, her colleagues to give her notes and help improve her look before they go on the runway in the competition they're competing in, it's my kind of queen. With, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, Mono. I know. <laughs> it's good TV. Mm-hmm. She looks great. She looks, again, these queens have not aged. They've been going to the right doctors. Honey, I mean, money talks. Oh my God, Jessica Weil. Yes. Oh my God. Welcome back. We've missed you, our darling. She Although we did been get her for a lip-sync assassin moment, did we not? We did. We, yes. We yeah. did. She has but been As far as I'm this. concerned, she should have been on All-Stars 1. Period. Oh, yeah. I mean... She's an All-Star. Sure. Maybe it's for the best. Sure. Maybe it's for the best. Maybe it's for the best. Yeah. You know, good things come to those who wait. Yes, that's true. She gets to be here where the budget's up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the cash prizes are happening. Exactly. The girls are actually getting the prizes they win week to week. Right. Not having to compete in pairs, blah, 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 <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Jessica Wilde built this franchise, in my opinion. Like, she is one of the greatest queens to ever grace us with belly laughs. Again, from shit she didn't know was funny. Yeah. Shit she was just saying, like, I love that drink and <laughs> blessing us. I mean, sometimes when English is someone's second language, it can serve for comedy gold without them having a fucking clue as She's to amazing. why. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Yeah. She's fun. I've also met her. She's kind and yeah. funny and in on the joke. And- yes. She's on the best, this RuPaul Snatch Game, best uh, RuPaul, best RuPaul. I mean, that took some courage, honey. I mean, I know we all know that, that Trixie did it and it's, it's Trixie did it and it's been attempted. Sure. Uh, but that, 
That was wild, Jessica. That was wild. She's wild. She's yeah. gorgeous. I, oh, I can't wait to see what insanity she does. And her look, this gold sort of like, there's something Zodiac-ish about this horned, fluffed bang. She's gorgeous. Yeah, definitely. It's like it's 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 Disney princess meets <laughs> astrological brilliance. Yes. Okay, next we've got Jimbo, a queen Who? you know well. <laughs> a queen I know very well, actually. Yes, you do. Yeah, I do. I mean, in and, in and out of drag. Uh, Jimbo is, uh, you know, not. Uh, there's too many things to say about Jimbo, but Jimbo is one of the most fascinating and brilliant individuals that I have ever met. Yeah. Um, his his story and this is the other thing it's so weird i remember when we were doing season one of drag race for, uh of sorry of canada's drag race we would use female pronouns for all of the queens except for jimbo for some reason we just always defaulted to people. <laughs> uh, so 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 jimbo they are uh they have one of the most fascinating life stories out of anyone that i have ever met really? i actually yeah i i uh, interviewed jimbo for an episode of of my own podcast conversations yes. with others um i mean i've interviewed her several times but she is uh, she her her life story is is beyond fascinating and how she's evolved into the person she is today it's uh it's 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 pretty mind blowing and this look is ridiculous like i love what, it honey where where are the seams where are the lines how did you i do know this? how did this you do this full latex body that is neck to ankle also by like her body and on, on the inside must be drenched oh, just, if you're wearing this much latex dripping and dripping yeah. you must the tivas yeah <laughs> the fucking tivas i mean Okay, so this has been a controversy. You, have you heard some of the con? Maybe no, you haven't. You're not on Twitter. No. There's been a little bit of controversy about this look because some people feel that it is mocking the female form. Okay. Um, that's not my experience. I no. think it's irreverent. I think all bodies are f full of delight and and silliness and. I don't know. I'm of the mind of like, there's joy in the human form, but some people find, think it's a bit misogynistic. What's your reaction every, every, to that? My reaction to the reaction is everybody's always got something to say. You cannot mm -hmm. please everyone. And come on, y'all, this is, we're here for the fun of it. Like, it's just, it is just a show. And drag yeah. is all about irreverence at the end of the day, right? Like She's wearing Tevas. Right. I mean, all right. <laughs> Okay. You know what I'm not, I mean? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with Twitter, Mono. If, if, no, no, if no. I've learned anything, <laughs> it's that. Just let Jimbo live. All right. Let Jimbo live. Let her scream. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I am blown away by Jimbo's talent. I think she's been a real fan favorite. Obviously, you know everyone. You know she got quote unquote robbed on UK versus the world. She's. Absolutely inspired artist, and I really, I hope she goes far. But again, if anyone has a target on their back, I'm afraid she does. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to say too much. I love Jimbo. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a super duper Jimbo fan. Fair. She is talented in in an infinite number of ways she's brilliant she's so smart she's so funny she's so um uh deeply knowledgeable uh in, at the history of of drag and clowning and blending the two together in a way that we've never seen before she's such mm -hmm. an uh an advocate and um real trailblazer in her own community with the house of jimbo and victoria uh, I love British her. columbia she's she's fucking brilliant i and she's I, um, such a She's I'm always a, like a a, saying she's a conduit of joy. And I really love that. Yeah. Like so, so really, really sending her home in the first season of Canada's Drag Race was one, was one of the hardest moments of the season. And one yeah. truly one of the hardest decisions that we had to make as judges. It was, it was not easy. We, I get we, all, it. we all love her. Yeah. But it gave her an iconic moment too. It I did. mean, that no moment yeah, is right. no, it that, is, was, is, that was real. Top three best exits in Drag Race history, yeah, for sure. Real. Okay, Lala Ree comes in. 
and I have notes. But Lalari comes, my main note is, why the fuck did she not come back in in a big pink paper bag? Oh, what was she thinking? And say, I'm back. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, this look is cute. This look is, I mean, well, this look is a choice. I, I can't say it's cute, but it is exciting and wild and drag. And it definitely, the eye travels with this look. The eye travels. There's mm-hmm. chaps. There's there's um, there seems to be some crown molding. Yeah, she um, seems like a, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. She's yes, she looks a little bit like a like a booth at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> um, it, it it I like it. I it doesn't matter if I like it. Lala Ree went home way too soon. Like uh, uh, yes, she went home f- it completely. It was completely earned in every way because she wore one of the craziest outfits in Drag Race history. But her talent is staggering, and you know the impact that she made, the mark that she left. I mean, she she may have been there for a brief moment in the grand scheme of things, but she was mm-hmm. she was our Miss Congeniality of the season. No, mm-hmm. I mean she- for 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 you to make that uh, uh, that impression on your fellow queens in that amount of time, it's it speaks volumes of who she is and probably why she's back for this season. Uh huh. And out of these bitches, one of the top lip sync assassins here. I mean, mm-hmm. I would not like to go up in a lip sync against her. No. And if she is in a position to choose, if it's the thing where you pick. And your lip sync, and you get to choose based on you winning the lip sync. They're in trouble. They're. <laughs> I'm really curious to see how they do what the formula is this season for all stars. I because know. It really, they really, I, I, you know, a part of me really loves that they keep us guessing every year. You know, I do too. I do. I love how much they love <laughs> to experiment. Like, and they trust themselves. Like, fuck it, we'll experiment. Mm-hmm. What are they got um, to lose? They have the viewers. They're not going to lose them. So <laughs> that oh, they've got us. They they got us. Getting onto Paramount Plus, that's, that's how much they real. got us. That's so real. I know. Going Jesus. from Paramount to MTV to VH1 to who to Wow Presents Plus to who fucking cares, wherever it is. They I'll have us. Yeah. They real. have us. It's that's real. our 12 girls. Yeah. I that's mean, it. That's, that's our, our 12, 12 girls. Girls, wow. I believe. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. You know, it's maybe we'll get a third. Maybe we'll get a 13th. Maybe we'll get a surprise queen as we oh, have. I would in love that. Seasons. Who would be your, if you could pick a 13th surprise, who would you pick? Mm, you know, I might choose someone. It might be a little too soon, but I might choose someone from season 15. Like I would love to see Lux or Mistress up there. Yes. Yeah. That would be fucking perfect. Yeah. I would love to see. Oh, there's so many girls I want to see. I do want Gottmik to come back again. They're like, yes. They're so successful. I don't know if they, <laughs> they're doing so well, but there are a lot of queens from early seasons. I want more of the season one representation, truly. Mm-hmm. I just rewatched mm-hmm. season one. I want, I do want a Rebecca Glasscock or a Jade Sotomayor. Mm-hmm. I know they're doing less drag in their lives, rightfully so, but like, I want more attention. Nina Flowers, bring Nina Flowers back. She is. And give a tent her, pole. her flowers. Yeah. Give her flowers. She's a tent pole of the drag race community. That's all. I love it. JBC, remind us where we can support you, where we can watch Doogie, where else we can watch your shit. <laughs> Uh, Doogie Kamealoha is now airing on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two seasons, and it's a really special show. I'm so proud of it. It's so heartfelt. There's a really gorgeous moral lesson at the end of every episode. And you know what I love most about the show and filming in Hawaii, uh, uh, and what I love so much about uh, our goddess Sasha Colby winning is that she's the queen of Hawaii, honey. I mean, everywhere yeah. you go on the island of Oahu, everybody knows who Sasha Colby is. She is the yeah. mother and the uh, uh, the deepest influence for so many of the trans girls, for so many of the queens on that island. Um, she's a beautiful representation of Mahu culture, uh, Mahu being the the word for trans, uh, transgender mm-hmm. in in uh, the Hawaiian language. Um, it's, it's really extraordinary. There's a real reverence and respect and uh, love 
for uh, Mahu people in Hawaiian and Polynesian culture, and it's existed for literal centuries, and the rest of the world just needs to catch up to it. Or, you know, the rest of the modern world needs to catch up to it. So, yeah. anyway, long story short, yes, you can catch me on Doogie Kamei Aloha, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. I haven't um, seen it yet, but it is, like, one of the most well critically received shows like hands down of the year like oh, not and not that's just nice. oh i mean i can't i can't i don't i i, I like i can't s- browse without seeing like a new critical review about like how how well a, a job it's doing of telling oh, a story for everybody but like you're saying like you get to play a you a surgeon who uh, affirms people's genders it's like it yeah. sounds like it's a fucking great show and telling important stories. So go watch Doogie on Disney Plus. Yes. Uh, and then you can find me. I'm, I'm on Instagram, but, you know, I'm only there every once in a while. I tend to delete the app from my phone at least once a week and take a break every once in a while because it's necessary for, for mental health. Um, but I'm just at Jeffrey B. Chapman. Cute. Cute. Yes. Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, you are a you are a light in the darkness. <laughs> you are so kind. I can't wait to see your career blow up even more yeah, if that's ditto. possible. Ditto, Mom. Um, I love thank you, man. you. I feel I, I feel hope- so blessed to have been embraced by you in the way that in the way that I have oh been. God, I just really I just really adore and, and appreciate and enjoy you. I, always I adore have. you. I'm gonna send you um I'm gonna send you some stupid stuff I'm working on. Please. Um, please. Read it, tell me yeah. if you care, and then if not, no tea. But will, I mean, will you? please, please, I'm holding you to I this. Will, please send it to I me. will, okay, I will, I will. There's some dumb stuff I would love for you. I mean, in a dream world, you would be great for some of the shit I'm writing. Um, I'll come play with you. I would love to. Okay, okay. A dream. We'll talk. If you like Drag Her Podcast, Give us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast and the Spotify, wherever you listen. Scream at your friends about it. Um, it really helps keep the lights on when you squawk and chirping like a squirkalika about your favorite Drag Race podcast, the only one, Drag Her. If you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the pod like this one. Oh, this one was good. So great. So good. Great tea from Chris Turner. If you want a podcast with the behind-the-scenes tea and great guests, this is the podcast for you. The episode with Rachel Bloom, for instance, her and Mono go behind the scenes of what it's like to be in an unpaid extra at the RPDR finale taping. <laughs> so much well, tea and gossip spilled. That's what we are. That's uh, what we were, Diva. Yeah. That's what, we, And we loved, and I'll eat it up. Oh, I won't I'm, eat any food because they starve uh, us, but I'll eat up everything about it. So much tea and goss was spilled. A great podcast overall. Give it a listen. You won't be disappointed. Ah! Thank you. Thank you, Chris Turner. Oh, that was all from one person? Wow. That was all from one person. Oh, gosh. Feel the love, honey. Uh, well, till next time, my dear. Let the music play. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was that was so lovely. was a HeadGum original.